Yo, what up, street dogs? Eric Kim reporting live from Hadong. Get you my dog. Huh? Oh man, it's so nice here. Okay, so quick. Beep beep. <laughs> uh, a quick turbo thought I had about uh, minimalism. So why minimalism? What is minimalism? Etc. Etc. Okay. Okay, my tongjayunim. Yeah. Oh, so uh, uh, so the first thought I had is minimalism is essentially kind of like elitism 2.0 is that you could only actually afford to be minimal or minimalist if you're uh, if you're rich or you got the money for it so this is actually the irony is that poor people tend to hoard things and rich people tend not to because in theory if you're rich right or you got you got money right you could afford to just rebuy it if you actually really need it so the most probably the smartest taxi uber driver that we met uh while in vietnam so me and cindy were going to the airport and you know, I think the guy was trying to like convince us to give him a big tip or something like that. And then, you know, like me and Cindy were playing the whole like, oh, you know, we're just poor students, you know, we can't afford much, blah, blah. And the guy is like, oh, I know you guys are lying. He's like, uh, why? Uh, because you guys have so little stuff. Only really rich people could afford with, to travel with such little stuff because if you need stuff, you could just do it. Paksu! Um, oh, random thought. Muji makes really good kids' clothes. <laughs> okay. Um, so, minimalism then, you know, sociologically speaking, there's a function of it that it signals to you, to others, essentially how you know, rich you are, because only rich people could afford to be minimalistic. Um, so for example, even in today's world, let's say you live in the States, right? Um, assuming that you're not, you know, insanely poor recent immigrant, right? To live without a car or to not have a car in America is actually a, a sign of wealth. It's a, either a sign that either you live in SF, New York City, yeah! Um, uh where it's just like super unpragmatic to live without a car or if you live in somewhere else and you don't own a car like because even like super poor people could afford cars like a used car like a cheap ass used car um in the states for the most part let's say you i'm, I'm just talking for people who don't live in sf or new york only people who take the bus in america are like super poor like that's it that's why um if you're so poor that you can't afford a car in the states or a used car it's actually a sign that you're super poor but anyways um because <laughs> for the most part um like pragmatic every <laughs> yoba 
Ooh, <laughs> Seneca's looking at the back of my GoPro. Actually, has a reflective light. That's pretty funny. Uh, but anyways, so um, you know, and this is the funny thing that Americans are like, or Europeans, or people who are not. Ooh, critique Americans like, oh, y'all addicted to cars. I'm like, have you tried living in LA or Orange County suburbs without a car? It's like, it's hugely unpragmatic. And we're just lucky right now, you know, we're just kind of chilling at Cindy's mom's house. So we're just borrowing her car. Yeah, Okay, okay. Um, also, I kind of like this idea of BOGO, you know, while Seneca's just playing, tossing rocks into the, the neighbor's pond, I could just, um, you know, and, uh, another another thought that I have about uh, minimalism creativity is just turn off your iPhone, hide it in a drawer, and insofar much as you can, use it as little as humanly possible. Even a funny thought I had too was maybe it's a better idea to just get the Apple Watch Titanium and uh, get a cellular connection so someone could call you in case of emergencies and just don't own a, an iPhone. It's like a random thought I had. But anyways, so, um, so the minimalism becomes kind of, um, kind of the Novu flex. Like even the, the funniest thing was when I told people that I didn't own a phone. Cause you know, I lived in Vietnam and went off the grid for like two years didn't uh, got rid of my phone no phone people were just so like shocked <laughs> so <laughs> so in America if you don't own a phone people are like what you don't own a phone like even really poor people like everyone could afford a phone in America now right like even poor people could afford an iPhone Pro just do that you know the um, Apple Gucci just do the Apple you know pay 30 bucks a month and just and then also the thing that's a little scammy about Apple now is they kind of feel like those like cheap like quick money loan short places because you know essentially you buy the newest iPhone Pro and you know pay $30 a month or whatever indefinitely it's kind of a not a good idea even my most rich successful friends they all just use iPhone SEs not an iPhone Pro I think the iPhone Pro is only for um, poor people because it keeps you poor um, and actually the funny thing too is that the irony is that actually if you're rich one doesn't seem rich because think about it this way um, <laughs> if you had already used all your money on all these expensive things you have less money in the bank so for the most part the ultimate sign of richness or wealth or the you know, measure is how many, uh, how much cash US dollars you have in the bank account, liquid cash, either your checking account or your savings account. Um, so <laughs> this is the funny thing too. Um, let's say you have, you know, all the expensive cars and stuff like that. And I mean, okay, so Let's, let's say you have $500,000 in your checking account or your savings account, right? So... Okay, Tam Yeah. 
Um, so let's say you have $500,000 in your um, savings account or your checking account, right? The second you go out and buy the Lambo, right? Let's say you buy the quote, quote, cheap one. Let's say you buy the, the Huracan, right? $250,000. The second you buy it, boom, like, yeah, boom. <laughs> Suddenly your money goes from $500,000 to $250,000, right? Um, or let's say, um, you know, I don't, I don't know how much it costs, but let, let's assume that a Rolls Royce is $500,000, right? So let's say you have $5,000 in your, your savings account. That's how Hanuri says, uh, okay. So let's say you got $5,000 in your savings account. The second you go out and buy the Rolls Royce, you have the Rolls Royce. You should not sell. But you no longer have the $500,000 in your savings account. But let's say, you know, so you buy the brand new Rolls Royce, $500,000. Uh, let's say you want to resell it for some reason. And then boom, you might only get $250,000. I think the second you drive a Rolls Royce up the lot, probably you lose at least half of its value. So it, and then, but camera? Look at like honey, he loves to play my Rico. Put your mic down. Yeah. Oh, don't you Okay. Honey, gonna roll some sausage. Yeah. Work. 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 Okay. Up on the drill. Yeah. Sun. Yeah. Oopsies. Oh oh. Put your mic the other day, Seneca accidentally erased all of my reformatted my SD card. That's him. Don't tell me that. He accidentally reformatted my SD card and lost all my photos. So it's like, <laughs> gotta gotta be careful. Gucci my tongue. Yeah. Um. Um. So actual. ブーどんがいえ。ハンディリーアッパーですよ。ハンディリーアッパーですよ。ハンディリー돌멩이 Opunk? Mega Dormingi? Yeah, don't you Wow! Super mega hyper splashy! I'm jealous of you! Um, a funny life thought that uh, Seneca's taught me about life. No two rocks are the same. He loves uh, splashing the rocks. I think uh, one day he'll become a Freemason. Um, but, uh, yeah, so actually. It's better to hoard US dollars, liquid cash, and Bitcoin than buy anything. Okay. Um, the reason is it's kind of like what Nassim Taleb says about says about an anti-library is a book. Like unread books in your shelf are actually more useful than the books you've read because um, there's the possibility 
of uh, future utility. So actuality, the having US dollars in your bank account or liquid cash or um, you know Bitcoin, whatever, it's actually more useful to not spend it than to spend it because of some sort of potentiality or future utility. And also just something I've, it's funny cause I'm not like, I'm not like a minimalist because it's somehow more virtuous or whatever. I just like, I'm like just so insanely picky that nothing is ever good enough for me. And therefore I don't like to buy nothing because nothing ever feels worth it. The only things I bought that feel worth it. Huh? God. Yeah, you boy. Yeah, okay. Parkour. Yeah. Um, the only things that I've purchased that I ever felt worth it, these Vibram five finger shoes. Actually these Lululemon um, license to train shorts, great for traveling and stuff like that. Uh, these Lindbergh glasses that I got I think I got it in Calcutta, like in India, like almost like a decade ago. It lasted me until then. Um, iPad Pro, the new iPad Pro is out too, uh, which is which is cool. Um, my Ricoh GR3X, right? Um, that pretty much it, right? And so for me, all I need is. Pretty much I feel like all I need is an iPad, a Wi-Fi connection, my Ricoh GR3X camera, and also this GoPro that I'm recording this on. This is the, the 10, I think the 11's out. Um, but besides that, like nothing's really worth it. Um, so essentially, my ideal is to own as little few things as humanly possible, but then to just hoard a bunch of liquid cash and, you know, don't buy a house and you know, none of that silly nonsense or a car. Like even cars, I love cars and car design. But for me, a car is kind of more of a concept and a design exercise than the actually wanting to, to own it. So even um, a pro tip, something I've been doing is, you know, I love the Lamborghini designs. I don't feel like I actually need to own one, nor would I probably, like, I would not wish a Lamborghini, um, even my worst enemy because, A, Imagine how expensive it is to change the oil on that thing and no matter how rich you are, even if you're a trillionaire Nobody likes to spend money on a thousand dollar oil change. Toto! Toto! Toto sayangyeo! Yeah! Um... Toto! Toto is Hanyu's way of saying uh, cat or objects. Um... Toto! Nungoi! Hanyu hengbokke? Yeah! Okay. So, essentially the, oh yeah, so also maintenance. I was actually thinking about it too. So um, even when we were in Cambodia and Phnom Penh and there's like this fancy gym called The Place. Imagine like an Equinox for Cambodia. Um, at the front is a sign that says, no bodyguards and no, no guns and firearms. So can you imagine if you're driving around in the, the Rolls Royce or the, Yeah. Driving around the Rolls Royce or the, the Lamborghini, how paranoid and anxious you are that like some rando dudes will just like, you know, block your car, shoot you up, and then and then want to jack your car, right? So in actuality, 
if you were truly a really trillionaire, rich person, whatever, you actually don't want to attract attention to yourself because apparently a lot of rich people are paranoid for getting kidnapped. So, you know, you're driving around in the, the Lamborghini Urus, probably not a good idea because all these random people will try, try to follow you and the jack you, right? Um, but anyways, so then, then maybe ideally the best car to own is kind of the most luxury low-key car. So even like a Lexus, because at this point, I mean, let us not forget that the Lexus is just an expensive uh, Toyota Camry. Um, but you know, people seem to really like them or like a new Hyundai Genesis. Um, even nowadays, an Audi doesn't seem that luxury no more. Um, so what you want to do is you want to stay as low-key as uh, humanly possible but you know assuming that while you're driving you don't want to get car sick then you spend more money on a car but anyways so for me minimalism is kind of more of a pragmatic aesthetic it's kind of like i think minimalism is all about just being implacable meaning nothing could please you so i would just recommend you know spend lavishly on things you really care for and if it's not insanely insanely good enough for you just don't buy it uh, uh.